You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Glad you're with us. Uh, breaking news, what it means, why it matters. All right, uh, we've got a lot to get to today. Uh, Kelsey Bowler and Bethany Mandel will both be with me to recount some of the uh, events of the week as it pertains to your children and some of the agenda that's trying to target them. But first, we've got to deal with some breaking news on the former president. Don't go anywhere. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, uh, so glad to have you with us, and it's an interesting uh, time period. It's going to get more interesting as we go along. There seems to be some thought now that, according to Joy Reid over at MSNBC and some others, that uh, the way the office of Mr. Bragg is behaving here in New York City, that uh, there may be uh, a a criminal indictment uh, leveled at the former president uh, coming uh, forth uh, in in the near future. And one of the reasons they're saying that is because they're uh, requesting him to appear before the grand jury uh, and to uh, answer some questions. Uh, and they're, all, they're, they're saying that they're almost done. And that's usually a sign that the uh, prosecutor intends to go through with uh, to, to go ahead and, and formally indict the person here to discuss is uh, former governor of Arkansas, uh, Mike Huckabee, and, of course, the proud papa of the new governor of Arkansas, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, Mike, it's good to have you back with us. Um, I know that there's a lot of people kind of licking their chops and rubbing their hands together all over again. This is the big one. They've got them now. Um, what, from your perspective, what is the, uh, wh- why is this such an important issue uh, for someone like D.A. Bragg. I mean, this is a man who's barely been able to find the time to indict people that are actually committing crimes in New York City. Uh, a, a, a paycheck to Stormy Daniels in October of 2016. This is this is a crime. What I, I don't understand. Help me understand. Well, this is just another episode in the Roadrunner versus uh, the Coyote. I mean, we, we're seeing it again and again. People go after Donald Trump. They've been doing it. You know, if if you really don't like a political figure and you don't like his policies, you beat him at the ballot box. But these are people on the far left that have relentlessly pursued Donald Trump in court, in phony impeachment uh, efforts. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen in this country. But here's the bad part long term. When they create this as the new template for how to deal with people you don't want to be in office, then they're going to end up one day regretting that they ever took this course, because if the Republicans have any sense at all, uh, they're going to say, OK, well, if these are the new rules. We're all going to play. Everybody gets to step up to the plate with a bat in hand and swing hard. And that's what this is headed to. And it's not good for the country. But guys like Bragg, they don't care about some elderly lady getting hit in the back of the head with a brick from some thug who will walk out the door before that lady even gets stitches in her head if she lives through it. Uh, He doesn't care about that. 
It's all about getting Donald Trump and making a name for himself as some uh, crusader. And it's disgusting. And by the way, Kevin, it's the reason that I will support Donald Trump again in this election, because I've never seen anyone so relentlessly pursued. And, you know, he's got the courage to stand and fight back. Good for him. And, you know, to, to abandon him now, I'm not going to. I want him to succeed. I want him to get back in the game. And I'll put up with his mean tweets. I'll accept some things he says that make me cringe. But by gosh, nobody has ever had to go through what he's gone through. And I think that uh, the idea that you can indict a sitting president for this nonsense uh, is in itself very questionable. Uh, If it even has the hint or possibility of something that someone could say was a crime, they're going to run with it like it's gospel truth. And more often than not, in fact, almost every time, uh, he's come out uh, on the other side of these things uh, with the facts on his side and the truth uh, clearly established. Well, and even Trump-hating Maggie Hagerman, uh, Haberman of the New York Times has said on television that this is most likely at, at best a misdemeanor, and for him to push it as a felony uh, really is going to be questionable. If I were a citizen of New York, I would be so angry that my prosecutor that I'm paying for with my taxes is spending so much time going after Donald Trump for something that he claims may have happened years ago that doesn't even seem relevant to Stormy Daniels, rather than go after the criminals that make it unsafe to ride the subway or walk down in midtown Manhattan uh, just to simply go to the grocery store or go to a Broadway play. Well, and and at the same time, you know, New Yorkers are cowering uh, at times, not knowing if it's safe to go out. Uh, in, in in the meantime, and this is this is the this is the stuff that D.A. Bragg is going to choose to focus on. Really, really astounding. Um, l- let me ask you about a couple of other things this week, uh, Governor, because there there are a lot of um, uh, concerns that people have, obviously. And the the idea that and we've had a, a couple of incidents of kind of interesting things. My friends Carol Markowitz and Bethany Mandel are out with their new book called Stolen Youth, and it's all about how um, the the children of the next generation are facing CRT and gender ideology in the schools. Your daughter has just signed one of the most um, important pieces of legislation when it comes to education. What did she sign, and is this a template for something that people can do across the rest of the country? Well, I sure hope so. Uh, a lot of the attention has been on vouchers, which will be a major part of her LEARNS Act. Uh, you can take your children wherever you want to take them, public, private, parochial. Money follows the student, not the district. Money, exactly. And the money follows where the parents decide their children will get the best education. Education won't be decided by what zip code you live in, which, by the way, interestingly, has been supported even 10% higher by minorities than by white parents. So this idea that this is racist, which is one of the arguments against it, It's nonsense. The facts don't show that. There are other key elements. Huge increase for teacher pay, making it much more active to get better teachers. Accountability for teachers by uh, getting rid of what was called the Fair Dismissal Act, which really was a Protect Bad Teachers from Getting Fired Act. Uh, It also creates uh, learning coaches and literacy coaches for kids who, after the third grade, are not reading at level, because if they don't read at that Uh, grade level when they're in the third grade, chances are they're never going to catch up. So there's a lot of pieces of her education program that are important, 
that are all about academic success. One other is a dual track in high school. So if a student doesn't really want to go to college and rack up $150,000 in debt to be a barista, uh, that student can enroll in a track that will allow them to become a brick mason, an electrician, an HVAC technician, a finished carpenter, a welder, and earn good money with the trade that he or she may decide is a better option for them uh, than spending a bunch of money in college hoping Joe Biden will pay off the debt. Well, at the, uh, at the end of the day, uh, all those options are going to serve the uh, children of her state better. And um, I'm so glad and so happy that she's already had that success. And I don't know, I keep hearing rumblings about how her name is on a short list for someone's vice presidential pick. I sure could get behind that ticket. Uh, no, no question at all. Governor, real quick, what's on the big show this weekend? Well, Rudy Giuliani is going to be with us. We'll be talking with him uh, about some of these issues that you and I have just discussed in the ongoing relentless battle against Trump. We've got uh, former Congressman uh, Dennis Kucinich, who will talk about why he is breaking with the Democrat Party on such things as support for war, uh, as well as some of their fiscal policies. Uh, a great band from the 70s, the British Invasion, the Zombies are going to be with us. And I tell you, it's going to be a fun show. Yeah. Well, I look forward to it. And, uh, friends, you can catch it Saturday night, 8 and 11 on TBN, uh, replaying on uh, Sunday night, 8 and 11, same time. Uh, check out Huckabee Today on TBN. And then in between, at 9 p.m., jump over to the Salem News Channel and watch the uh, that Kevin show. Anyway, Governor, great to have you. Have a great weekend. Always a pleasure, Kevin. Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. Stay here.